Hello, everybody. Welcome to We View Yasha, the podcast where I struggle to remember everything that happened in an episode that I watched a day or two ago. I'm Mike Berbiglia. <laughs> uh, Lindsay. No. <laughs> supposed to pick a stand-up. Now I'm Gaffigan. I'm Sean. <laughs> and we're here to talk about Showdown, Inuyasha versus Sashomaru Sun Samar. Third <laughs> part of a three part arc that we've been watching for some time. I don't know why I'm recapping that, because if you've been. I, I number these episodes, so surely you've noticed that things happen in a specific order. Audience, I <laughs> took a nap just before this. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> Lindsay, this episode starts with uh, a fight that's been going on inside of Inuyasha and Sashomaru's corpse. Oh, I'm sorry. You know when they say, when they read the title in Japanese? Yes. He says Sashomaru versus Tetsuya, and he doesn't say Inuyasha. Oh, interesting. I thought that was odd. I noticed in the subtitled version that I think uh, Miyoga says shit. At some point, I know when they say that they just say the word. They don't say like a Japanese version of it. It's in like the very beginning. So, listeners, look it up. <laughs> That's interesting. So, Sashomaru is more fighting the sword than he is his brother. Well, that's like what the name of the episode. Like when they read it, I swear he says Kasaya. He does not say Inuyasha. Well, if we have any Japanese listeners, I would implore them to also look that up for us. Oh, okay. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Well, they're fighting inside of their father's corpse. And <laughs> as we pointed out off mic, that it's full of skulls. Uh, presumably <laughs> that their father had eaten in his time in the north. <laughs> oh, what a role model. Anyway... <laughs> we pick up right where uh, it left off, where Kagome has taken the sword out of the stone and is holding it aloft. I was wondering where they'd go with this, that maybe they would reveal that she had some sword training in, yeah. in her school. But <laughs> she's yeah. Why Shomaru sits there and just watches her, maybe he's like, intrigued with a cat playing with a mouse. And it's a, a big three-way argument ensues about the sword and who uh, belongs to the sword, who the sword belongs to, blah, 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 until Sashomaru finally gets fed up and shoots a bunch of goo at that poor Kagome. Um, gosh, Inuyasha had said, so, like, Kagome was, like, totally on Inuyasha's side, and then he said some snarky comment, yeah. and all of a sudden she was, like, arguing with Inuyasha, and Sashomaru was just like, Ooh. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, Inuyasha has op- oppositional defiant disorder where he has to <laughs> uh, disagree with whatever the first thing he hears and then the next sentence is him finally agreeing but it's as though he came up with the idea. That is a very apt diagnosis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Shomaru uh, laments the uh, tainted blood of his brother and supposes that the weak aspect of their father has survived in Inuyasha, including the uh, part where he is sympathetic towards humans. 
and then shoots the aforementioned acid at Kagome. And then a fight ensues, or Inuyasha uh, is pretty poorly matched against his brother. He gets his ass kicked in this three-episode arc. A good time to have a flashback, I think you'll agree, is in the middle of a fight where he thinks about his mommy and how he got bullied by a bunch of priests. <laughs> um, I think they were just noblemen, or like men of the court, in their little fancy hats. And yeah, I couldn't, couldn't tell where they were. I think it's because um, her mom dresses like royalty uh-huh. in like that 12-layer kimono. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's usually a sign of nobility. I'm imagining he was raised not on the streets, <laughs> at least for. <laughs> yeah, he had a pretty good <laughs> upbringing. It's just, uh, I'm sure those priests or whomever got through a bunch of uh, racial epithets uh, towards him. Like, <laughs> half, half demon. A half demon, I'm guessing a Hanyo. As you said in the first episode. Correct. And uh, as he thinks about his mommy, he gets some inner strength and swipes at his brother and finally lands a blow that breaks his cool, uh, what is it, like a skull thing that he has across his chest? Oh, his armor. His little shoulder armor goes across his chest and his shoulder. Mm-hmm. His little spiky thing. So Shomaru looks surprised, but not too surprised, because if he loses his cool, then he's no longer <laughs> scary. <laughs> he can't lose his regal status. And <laughs> uh, the moment when he emerges out of the goop. Yep, she's still alive! The sword <laughs> saved her! Woo! <laughs> And she points it at the shoveler and says, Hey, you actually tried to kill me, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. She says something like, Get ready. Here you go. And hands the sword to Miyosha. It's very cute. And Miyoga comes in and out of this whole scene. Like he says something and leaves, and then suddenly he's back. Miyoga has a very strong sense of self preservation. You will find usually wherever Miyoga is, is the safest spot to be. Ah, I see. So he's usually only on Inuyasha's shoulder till he thinks Inuyasha's going to lose and then he's somewhere else. Which is strange because it seems like he's the toughest person in the world because people (laughs) squish him all the time and he's fine five seconds later. Well, maybe that's why. And he knows when it's time to get squished and when not to. So she hands the sword to Inuyasha and says, Go cut him up, boy. At this point, his brother transforms, right? I think so. Yeah. Which is very cool. Yeah, he changes into which Pokemon? <laughs> well, I tried to look this up because I looked at him. He was like a giant dog creature with a moon on his head, his forehead. And it's like, that looks like a Pokemon that Ash Ketchum rode in an episode. Uh, the closest I could come to was Rapidash, but that's not that nowhere near what Rapidash is. That's a horse that doesn't fly. I seem to remember them flying. Hmm. Leave a comment. Yeah, just leave a comment. I think you can do that on SoundCloud or whatever this is. 
It transforms into a giant dog, and Inuyasha still can't seem to land a blow on him. And uh, the dog starts vomiting. Poison uh, drool. <laughs> this guy, he can do so much stuff. <laughs> the poison creates a miasma, as they say in the subtitled version. It's fumes uh, that mortals cannot survive, so they have to climb upwards. So that's what Kagome and Miyoga and Jockin are yep. doing. Yeah, Jockin's in and out of this episode, too. I didn't uh, write <laughs> down anything about when he comments, but I know he's constantly like, Master! <laughs> the girl is escaping! <laughs> Kill her later. <laughs> They're climbing upwards, and Yasha's getting a little dizzy too, and he leaps up onto a ledge, and his arms are paralyzed, and that's when he gets bitten. Oh, that was so cool. The red eyes behind oh, yeah. him, and then the teeth. And... I really thought someone was going to throw a rock at that dog's face, like Kagome <laughs> was going to wait to Gome it. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Stuck in his mouth. Getting <laughs> chomped on. Yeah. Brings him right back down to the poison. Mm-hmm. Good thing he has that fire rat. You know, so. Yeah, that seems to be doing most of the work for him. <laughs> it's like the cape in Doctor Strange or the ocean in Moana. I have this question uh, while we're on the subject. Uh, Inuyasha seems powerful to begin with. He's no match for demons. It's weird that he has a sword now. Does he have this sword for a while? It's a very important sword. Okay. The, his Iron Reaver Soul Stealer seems like it could do the job of the sword. And he even has an attack called Blood Blade. Blades of Blood. Blades of Blood, thank you. That could also do the work of a sword. This is sort of like giving Sonic the Hedgehog a car. He can run faster than a car. <laughs> you know what I mean? Am I just nuts? Or does the sword do more? This, there's a lot to the sword. All right. He has to learn a little bit. Ah, it certainly represents his dad. And more than that, it represents um, the soft side of his father, which Yasha seems to also have. And, um, love is going to make him powerful. <laughs> Very for important. Human. Love for humans specifically, <laughs> even more specifically, love for Kagome. And I'm sure it will only take 167 episodes for him to finally learn this in four movies. <laughs> Three according to Is this counting the final act or just the original Inuyasha Oh, uh, I forgot about the final act and how they're they're separate. We got those two. I stand <laughs> very corrected. Yeah, but at some point uh, they burst through the shoulder of their dad's corpse and land on the outside, and because <laughs> they're on the outside. Inuyasha uh, says that we're pretty much fucked by the <laughs> which makes Kagome cry. Cause she, she just got done saying that um, you can do it. Yeah. I think in the dub version it's something like, well, I can do it. You're you're going to die. Subtitle too. He was like, hey, I'll make it out of this, but you. Not yeah. so much. <laughs> and as, as she cries, uh, why, why are you crying? What I mean is, I'll protect you. Well, then say that. <laughs> she thinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You can't just say that. <laughs> so he walks forward all badass with the sword and cuts his brother right up uh, the arm. Oh, oh, something else. The happened. sword starts pulsing and transforms oh, okay. into a giant sword with like fur of the what you know? Yeah, it looks like a non-rusty, shitty sword. It looks like a cool sword. Yeah. That's true. Like a bang. Yes. And he points that out after he cuts his brother's arm off. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, so he hits his brother's arm. <laughs> Left arm It looks like he hits him in the chest at first, but then he gets him in the chest later. Yeah, I think that first time he just... Oh, he poked him in the eye with something, didn't he? When he had him in the uh, his jaws, he yeah, stabbed him in the eye. Yeah, like the rusty sword. <laughs> yeah, the rusty sword just annoyed him. It's a good thing, by the way, that his brother is in this form, because uh, he can lose a fight without losing his aristocratic status. <laughs> <laughs> because after Inuyasha cuts him a second time, uh, the fight's pretty much over, and his brother runs away. In like a ball of light. I can't imagine normal form Sashomaru doing that. Sashomaru's uh, feather boa can also do damage. Let's not forget. I noticed that when he's still in his <laughs> normal form. So I'm gonna ask you if that's his whip, his magical whip. Um, I've heard it just called his fluffy. His fluffy. His fluffy. <laughs> Beg your pardon. <laughs> So after uh, two pretty badass speeches, Inuyasha ends the fight and sends his brother packing with uh, Jack in, in tow as well. Wait for me! <laughs> as they, they watch him leave, Miyoga comes back. And it's a pretty great scene where uh, I, I didn't run away. I got these to take us home. Uh, really, Miyoga? And it cuts to like a shiny, smiling, out of character. Yes, Inuyasha. that is the funniest Inuyasha. It really is. There are a lot of great faces of him in this episode. Yes, that was that one's just because it's so out of character. Yes, he's just sparkling <laughs> and just this big old smile, and his eyes are all glassy. And <laughs> it could only be from Miyoga's perspective. It's not an objective reality that we're looking at. Yeah, I can't lie to you. I was running. Do you forgive me? Any switch. That's going to happen. Oh, I, I would bet that. And they return home, and the show reminds us that Lady Kaide, say her name correctly, I'm going to you know, I'm going to say it. Lady Kaede. Kaede. There Correct. we go. Talks about uh, the sword with Miyoga and Kagome. And how the sword is a representative of his father's love for humans and how it survives within Yasha, which gives Kagome a little bit of hope in her heart. <laughs> and meanwhile, Inuyasha doesn't understand that as swinging the sword in his tree. Which is returned to its little rusted form. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she comes up to him and says, Hey buddy, you want to know how to control the sword? <laughs> what do you know? 
he's back to being a, a little brat. This, I'm going to use the sword for cool stuff, not protecting you, but for awesome stuff like uh, finding jewels and uh, getting lots of ladies. Oh, it says that second part, but and then she gets all pissed at him. And in a very sweet ending that I liked quite a bit, <laughs> she starts pushing him back. And I didn't see it coming. Pushes him to the middle of a wooden bridge and says, sit! <laughs> and he crush, crashes through the the bridge into the lake, and she walks away, satisfied, while he screams <laughs> at her, hey, how do I control the sword, lady? <laughs> and credits roll. So I think I like the third part of this little art the best. I'm wondering if there's a way to make it two parts instead of three, and if there's enough good stuff to uh, compact into two. I'd even say that whole beginning where he has the first fight with Sushumaru mm. in the sky, you could just cut that and, oh, his mom shows up, <laughs> and that's that. Yeah, and then tricking him into Yeah, and yeah. then give it a pass because it stuck the landing. <laughs> Something about having a fight on a giant corpse of your father is also really cool. They did uh, talk about his magnificence at some point. Yeah. Yeah, they have different kinds of daddy issues. I noticed that uh, Inuyasha has more mommy issues and then just never knew his dad. Mm -hmm. Which I would say if we're playing this, the odds, that's better to have because at least you can uh, find a new mommy. A go mate, perhaps. <laughs> Whereas uh, Sashomaru's kind of got... He wants to overcome his father by becoming even worse and thinks nothing of his mother, which means he's going to be a psychopath for what I imagine is going to be most of the show. Um, there is there is so much to Sashomaru. Good. I do like him. I don't like his dog form because it lacks the cool personality of his human form. I look forward to the next one. I didn't actually watch the, the <laughs> your face i have a feeling it's a throwaway episode or at the very least introduces a character that you do not care for perhaps the show's jar jar binks mm. yeah not yet we're not there yet <laughs> um, so far i'd say that's mioga who's the show's jar jar binks anyway listeners thank you for listening to yet another episode of We View Yasha. I'm not Mark Berbiglia. Not Jim Gaffigan. Thank you and goodbye.